Blog Talk Radio. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never failed me all my days. I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Because all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. In darkest night, you are clothed like no other. I know you as a father. I know you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. Because all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. But every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson, and I want to welcome you to Voice of Truth and the service today. If you're new to worship, praise. We want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. You can follow us on all of our various social media platforms, amen. You can just Google Voice of Truth, and you should be able to find Voice of Truth. We want to welcome all new listeners, and we do hope and pray that you will come back every Sunday and be a part of what God is doing with this ministry, amen, with this radio ministry. We thank God for you, and I don't know about you, but I do have a praise in my spirit for God because of his goodness and because of his mercy. He is so ever good to all of us. He has kept us and allowed us to see another day. He has held us in his hand, and we ought to be singing some song of praise unto the Lord because he is worthy of all of our praise. At this time, we're going to open up the prayer line. If you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. We do ask that you do not give your name, but your prayer request and the location that you are calling from because we like to know what part of the world that we are touching in the nation we are touching with the word of god amen and so we just ask you not to do it because this is a a worldwide ministry and people listen all over the nation to voice of truth 
And we don't want you to put your business out on front street, amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. I don't know about you, but I need prayer, amen. And I need the right people praying for me, those that can get a prayer. So at this time, you can uh, inbox me uh, on Facebook as well if you need prayer. If you're coming in and uh, and the archives, you can also just inbox me there, leave your prayer request there, and I will put you on the prayer list. Amen. We just thank God for each of you. At this time, if you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in. Don't be ashamed to get prayer now. We all need somebody to come together with us in prayer. Amen. Because God is good, his mercies endure forevermore. What a mighty God that we serve. I don't see anybody with their hand raised, so I'm going to go ahead and open up the service with prayer. I need thee, oh, I need thee every hour. I need thee, oh, bless me now, my Savior, I come to thee. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee, oh, bless me now. My Savior, I come to thee. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come, O Father, unto thee, O God. We come unto thee, our helper, O God. And we seek you, O God, in all that we need, O God, in the name of Jesus. O Father God, in the name of Jesus, provide every need of every person on my voice, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we pray right now for healing and the deliverance in the lives of your people all around the nation, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, we thank you for your mercy and we thank you for your grace, oh God. We thank you for your loving kindness towards each and every one of us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, I ask you to send forth blessings from on high. Oh, God, to your people all around the nation, oh, God, I pray. Oh, Father God, we pray for the world in which we live, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we pray right now, Father God, for deliverance of the souls of those who are lost in this world, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bring them out of darkness, oh, God, to your marvelous light, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Let them say, what must I do to be saved, oh, God, and turn their lives around and come. And come to you, O oh God, that their soul might be saved. Lord, we thank you right now that you are a healer of the soul, O oh God. And we thank you right now for healing, O oh God. We thank you, God, for supplying every need that we may have, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Don't let us lack for nothing, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, cover us all, everyone on the sound of my voice. Cover our houses, our finances, our ministries, our lives, our children, those uh wives and husbands, cover them even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Let no harm or danger come to your people, O oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon thy people, O oh God, and hear their prayers, O oh God. Oh, not thy peace, O oh God, of our praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you're able to do all things for fellows, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we just give you all glory 
and all praise, and we magnify thy holy name. We give you a hallelujah praise. Praise be unto God because he is worthy of all of our praise. To God be all of the glory in Jesus' mighty name. The message today will come from Matthews, amen, Matthews, and I'm going to read the scripture, and I'm going to kind of skip a little bit in it because I want to focus on um, a particular part of the scriptures today. And we're going to come from Matthews, the 26th chapter, and I'm going to read verse number two first. And you know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. We are Matthews 26. Now I'm going to read verses 14 through 16, and the word of God reads, Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went into the chief priest, and he said unto them, What will you give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they covenant with him for 30 pieces of silver. And from that time he sought an opportunity to portray him. Now I'm going to read verses in the same chapter, Matthew 26. We'll start at verse 21. And it says, and it reads, And as they did eat, and he said, Verily I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful and began every one of them to say unto themselves, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He that dipped his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. Son of man goes as it is written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the son of man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And he said unto him, Thou hast said. Verses 26 to 50 in the same chapter, Matthew 26, in the word of God reads, Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that does betray me. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve came, and will him a great multitude of swords and saints from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now he had... Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall say is he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and lay hands on Jesus and took him. Amen. The title of the message today is that Sabbath. The smiling in your face all the time they want to take your place, the backstabbers. We're going to talk about the backstabbers. Here in Jesus' day, he had a backstabber that was among him. He, Jesus, uh, being over the apostles, he had trained them. They were with him. He taught them everything that he knew. Uh, Judas betrayed, uh, betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. 
And this let us know that when we are doing the work of ministry, if we are doing anything for Jesus, if we are truly who we said we are in the Lord, there will be people who will backstab us. Judas backstabbed Jesus unto death, and then he took this dirty piece of silver as the price that he paid to turn Jesus over to to the high priest. And, you know, the thing is about the story, the backstabbers were the religious leaders. They were the ones that were coming against Jesus. Here was Judas who was working beside Jesus. He knew everything about Jesus. He knew Jesus' way. He knew how Jesus led. He knew how Jesus did all the things that he did in ministry. He knew Jesus' plans. He knew Jesus' ways. He knew his roles and how he traveled. He knew what he would do and where he would be. He knew how he prayed. He knew where he would go pray. So that's why he could tell them, I'm going I'm, I'm to set him up, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you where to go get it. And see, we have people today now, you may say, I don't have no bad samples, but I believe that every one of us, whether we're saved or unsaved, whether we're doing the work of ministry or not, we have that backstabber. We have haters. We have people don't, that want us not to have anything. We have people who want us not may not not may not be a physical death, but they don't want you to have nothing. They want everything in your life to be dried up. But the Bible says that Jesus knew who that who would betray him. Now I wonder, do you know who your backstabbers are, who your haters are? Do you know those people? Because Jesus knew that Judah would be the one that would betray him. You know, when we look at backbiting, backbiting, so you're backstabbing. They're backbiting you in every way that they can. They're sabotaging you in every way they can. They're sabotaging your ministry. They're sabotaging your marriage. They're sabotaging you on your job. They're sabotaging you on the highway, the highway, because they're trying to run you off the road. We got to know who our backstabbers are. Your backstabber can be your next door neighbor. Your backstabber can be your Jody or your Jody. Your next door neighbor can be the main one backstabbing because they know when you leave the house, when you come back. They know your routine. Your backstabber can even be your wife, your husband, your haters, church folk, religious folk, your children, your grandchildren, your co-workers, your religious folk. They can, your associate, your companion, your so-called friend, them lying wonders, uh, those, those leaders that act like they for you in the work of your ministry, but at the same time, they're stabbing you in your back. Many times, your backstabbers are the ones who want to be who you are. They're trying to be like you. They're a copycat. They want to be like you. But Jesus knew who his Hater was, and you got to know who your hater is. You got to know your backstabber. Don't be telling your backstabbers everything about your house and what's going on in your house. Don't tell them about what's going on in your ministry. Don't tell them about what's going on in your marriage. Don't tell them about what's going on in your finances. Don't do Because they're going to take that thing and they're going to back. And for you know anything, your ministry will be done fair. For you know anything, that person that was backstabbing you and you telling all your business to, she'll have your husband or he'll have your wife. You got to be careful about backstabbing. 
You got to be careful because they're backbiting you. They're lying on you. They're sabotaging you. They're trying to make it look like you're doing something wrong when you're not doing anything wrong. We got to be like Jesus. We got to be aware of who's working among us. Jesus trained prayer. He knew each and every one of them. As a matter of fact, Jesus didn't have a whole lot of people in his circle. And he had three that he had that would go with him all the time. So in other words, we got to know who we can trust. We got to know who that will not betray us or we hope they won't betray us. Jesus knew betray that Judas was going to betray him. He backstabbed Jesus. How can you backstab the Son of God? That's why Jesus said it will be better for him not to have been born. It would have been better for him to have a millstone around the neck and to betray the Son of God. Well, you say, well, I ain't betraying God. Every time you come against your leader, every time you come against a prophet, every time you come against a teacher, every time you come against an evangelist, every time you come against the work of ministry, every time you come against anything of God, you come against his spirit. You come against him. When you come against the leaders that are called by God, it's better for you to walk away. I just wonder, how much money would somebody have to offer you to backstab your leader? Don't talk about your leader to nobody else. Don't do That's backstabbing and backbiting your leader. Don't backbite your leaders another day. God is not pleased with that. We are backbiting our leaders, and we are talking about them. We are talking about those on our team and our ministry team. We're talking about those within our ministry. Let's backbite it. Stop throwing spiritual knives at people. You see what? I ain't throwing no physical knives, but when you're talking with your tongue, your tongue is like a sharp knife, and you're cutting people down, and we need to stop it. We've got to stop it. That's why Jesus said, now Jesus said, now it would be better for that person not to be born than to rise up against the spirit to be born. Now we, if you read the word, I want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter, but we want to talk about being betrayed. Because when somebody betrays you, they don't, they don't lie on you. They done uh, violated your trust and your confidence in them because they work beside you. A lot of times, we don't think people work beside us will do that kind of thing. You want to thank your husband and your wife. Some of us are sleeping with a backstabber. Y'all better ask Samuel. Solomon, you better ask Solomon. You better ask him. You better ask Daniel. You better ask David. When his own son was backbiting him, when his own son was backstabbing him because he wanted to be king before time. But I, you know, the word tells us, and I think I wrote it down here somewhere. Let's see. It says in Matthew 10 and 36, a man's soul shall be they of his own household. In other words, your enemy will be the members of your own household. Household, it can be your wife. It can be your husband, it could be your children, it could be your grandchildren. It could be your leaders, your backstabbers. Some of us are being backstabbed 
by those that are close to us. You know, the devil will never lose, use nobody that he can't get close to. He's going to always use those that are close to you. And Delilah, what did she do? She backstabbed him, cut his hair in his sleep for some money. Now, it's in the way for a purpose and a reason to let us know that we can be backstabbed. That, that, he was, that was his walking. She backstabbed him for more money. I don't know what it is about this money. Because one of us will do anything for money. Said earlier, that's what David, David, David had the problem with his own son Absalom. Backstabbing, backbiting his own daddy. Children will backstab their own parents. And today, even little kids don't respect their own parents. Backstabber. Backstabber comes big and small. Rich and poor, they come. But they come and they kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus knew who his backstabber was. And the one coming against him. Now, for whatever reason, it seemed to me that the word said that Judas went to the high priest and the elders and the people. And said what he would do to to get this 30 pieces of silver. Now, of course, the religious leaders and the Pharisees and the tribe and all of them wanted to kill Jesus anyway. But now this was their opportunity because they had somebody up in the camp. Now, there will always be somebody up in your ministry that's going to backstab you. There's going to always be somebody smiling in your face. But all the time, as that son said, they want to take your place. Now, this ministry, let me get straight now. This ministry right here is not a religious uh, ministry. We have a relationship with Christ. And Christ will minister to people through very different ways. Now, I got to deliver the message to you the way he gave it to me. He said, the backstab them. Now, you might not receive this message. That's all right. Put it on the shelf. But you're going to need it. And you're going to hear my voice. You're going to hear the voice of the living God. That's a backstabber. And you got to know them. You got to know who they are because they are surely around you. You got to know those that labor among you. You got to know who those are that are for you and those who are against you. That's why I said all of them were saying, is it I? Is it you that is backstabbing your leader? Is it you that is backstabbing somebody on your team? Is it you? Is it you that are backstabbing other ministries? Are you stealing other ministries, leaders? Are you stealing messages? What you, what you doing? But we smile in your face. You smile in the faces. Don't let that smile get you because they're going to come with a smile and they're going to come with words as smooth as butter. They're going to come with sweet words. But at the same time, they're backstabbing you in your back. You know, when David was going through what he was going through, uh, he says in Psalm 41, 9, you go back and read it. He said, yea, my own familiar friends in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread and have lifted up his heel against me. What did he say now? 
He had a familiar friend. In other words, he had a best the best of friends. That best friend. That friend that knew all about him, that friend that he trusted, that friend that praised with him, that friend that worshiped with him, the one that ate his bread and drunk his wine. And he lifted up and came against him. Your backstab is so close to you. I don't know who you are, but they so close to you. You got to know them. You got to know them. You got to know them because they're going to eat and drink with you. And at the same time, they're smiling at you, smiling at you. At the same time, they're stroking you. As Apostle would say, yeah, they're stroking you, but they're backstabbing you at the same time. Be as Jesus was and know who your enemies are. There are people around you that don't want you to live. Let's be real about it. Let's get real. You got people around you that hate you for no reason, just because you say you love Jesus, just because you're doing the work of ministry, just because you're doing the ministry for Jesus. Now, there are many ministries and there are many people that got all these ministries and ain't no Jesus in there. They're dead, dead, dead from the pulpit to the dope. Jesus ain't in the house. But when you are truly doing the work of God, people will do unto you as they had done unto Jesus. And the word, as Judas did unto Jesus, they will come. They will smile in your face. They will pretend that they like you. They'll come. They'll cause division. They'll do many things. And Judas betrayed him with a kiss. Something about it, y'all. Got to be careful. You got to be careful because those kisses, can be not for real, and they got a hidden agenda. Got a hidden agenda. He kissed Jesus to make sure that they got the right one. And that's why Jesus said to him, you're going to betray the son of man with a kiss. Y'all better watch out about that kiss. Half the day now, read between the lines, read between the lines. Don't be like Samson was. Don't be that way. Pray and ask God. God will let you know who your enemies are. Jesus said, it's the same one that's dipping in this this this, this cup with me. Your enemy is the same one that's dipping in your cup. That's the same one that want to be you, want to act like you, want to complicate everything that you do. Don't want you to have nothing. That same person that's dipping in your cup, that same person that's praying with you on a Sunday morning, that same person that's laughing with you, that same person that's hanging out with you, that same person that's buying your gifts, that same person that's saying, I love you, same person that you're walking with and holding their hand. That same one that you're laying with. That same one that you're laying in the bed chamber with. That same one. That same one that you can't do without everywhere you go. You got to have them by your side, like two peas in a pot. But they're backstabbing you. They're backstabbing you, honey. They're not for you for real. That same one. They're causing all them issues on your job, stabbing you. They are backstabbing you. They're laughing with you. 
Yeah, they're doing it. They're laughing with you. They're talking with you. They're watching your every move. That's all they They want to be around you so they can watch your every move so they can go back and tell it. They're the watchmen there. They're watching you. You know, Judas was watching Jesus so that he could tell them when. When and where Jesus was because he knew everything about Jesus. He knew Jesus, right? He knew everything about Jesus. He set Jesus up. How many of us today are betraying Jesus when we are against the things of God? Now, we can't come against God, men and women of God. We just can't do it. We can't We can't do that. And most backstabbers have a jealous spirit, a very jealous spirit. And a jealous spirit is a very bad spirit because they'll almost do anything to destroy somebody. I, I, just, I just want you to be aware. If it happened to Jesus, it will happen to us. Sell you out for money, for a job, a position, they'll sell you out. Jesus sold out, was sold out for 30 pieces of silver. And I don't know how much really 30 pieces of silver was back in the day, but it must have been worth something for him to portray Jesus to be crucified. You know, when people betray you, they want you to be crucified, not necessarily on a cross, but they want people to come at you. They want people to uh, stay behind you. They want people to torment you. They want people to crucify your name. They want people to crucify your ministry. They want people to crucify you every day. They want to torment you every day, backstabbing, everywhere. They want you to be crucified every day. They're betraying you every day. And that's why Jesus said to them, it's the one that's eating with me that that shall betray me. He says, uh, Bell, I say unto you that the one you shall that shall betray me, he's eating with me. He's sitting there right beside Jesus. They sit right beside. Boy, they're so close to you. If they was a snake, they'll bite you. That's how close they close. how close they are to you. Ooh, Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. We got to know that if it happened to Jesus, it will happen to us. And we will have people who will betray us. And I know sometimes it's hard when family and friends, husbands and wives, and whatever the case may be, that come against us and betray us and backbite us and, and, and talk about us. And say evil things about us. Because as soon as you say it to a backstabber, they are going to take it to the, they're going to carry it. They say they're going to carry that bone to the next person. And then when they carry the bone, and then the person come to you, they're going to see what you're going to do. Because they already know that they carry the bone. They're your haters. We've got to know our haters to know who they are and know how to deal with them. You know, you got to feed them out a long hand of spoon. You ain't got to go say, oh, I know you. God will let you know. And he just, we serve a God that knows all things. And so it don't catch him 
by surprise who our backstabbers are. We just have to believe it when God tells us that it is. So we got to get it right. We got to get it right. And I know apostles say the same. I might be saying it a little wrong, but if it's a duck, then it should be walking like a duck, right? And I ought to have a footprint of a duck. But if it don't, if it says it's a duck and it's got a footstep, it ain't a duck. So we got to get it right. We got to know that we are going to have backstabbers. And these are people that want to take your place in everything. They don't want you to have nothing. And sometimes I just don't understand it when they think they got more than you got, but yet they're jealous of what you what they think that you should, or what it is, what they think you ought not to have. That's what they get mad about. Because they didn't want you to have it. They didn't want you to have that good husband. They didn't want you to have that nice house. They didn't want you to have that car. They didn't want you to have a thriving ministry. They don't want you to have a husband that loves you. They don't want you to have a wife that loves you. They don't want you to have good children, obedient children. They don't want you to have no money in the bank. They want you to be broke. Your backstabbers. You'd always be their cheerleader. <laughs> but they backstabbing you, so they <laughs> they don't want you to have nothing. You got to know your backstabbers. Now, you know, Jesus, he was doing his work of his ministry, so he wasn't bothering nobody. He was just doing the work of ministry. Now, what I don't know what it what it was and why Judas decided that he was gonna go to these leaders because they were, Jesus already had plenty of problems out of them. He already had plenty of problems. They always was falling anyway. But this gave the opportunity that they need because they wanted to kill him anyway because of the work of what he was doing. People were getting healed. He was getting delivered, and they were so afraid that Jesus would take all the their tithes and offering out of their ministry. They was afraid that everybody would be going to Jesus because he was healing and delivering. They would they Jesus they had no 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 um no building. His his ministry was outside of the walls. And people and multitudes of people were following him because there was miracles being done in his ministry and people were being healed and he was preaching the truth of God's word. And people were getting healed. I want to encourage you. You got to know who your enemies are. You got to know the back family because you got them. And they may not throw no physical knife at you, but they 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 backbiting you more than you ever could know. And you wonder how did everybody know that? How did she know that? How did he know that? Why did my ministry fall? Why did? All my members leave my church. Why? Because we had a backstab. He had that he or she had a hidden agenda against you. They got to get it right. You know, when you serve Jesus, for real, for real, for real, you will have backstabbers. And people will back by you every single day. Every day they will backbite you. And we're living in that time where people are backbiting, where people are mocking the things of God and mocking the people of God and coming against the work of God's ministry. I just wouldn't do it. 
don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I bet you Judith wish she could take it back. I want you to read the story of Judas and what he did against Jesus. And you can read it in any of the uh, um, the Gospels. I think it's in Matthews and it's also in Mark and it's also in in Luke. But know those who are among you. Know who your friends are. And I know sometimes it seems like the enemy makes you think that one person that one person is against you. And, and, and they may be within your own ministry. But the enemy sometimes makes something look like something that it ain't. And that person may not even be, be it. That person just might be your best friend. But the ones that are your enemy, the enemy got you thinking that they're your friend, but they're not your friend. They're putting your business on front street. They're putting it out there because they backstab you. They ain't be telling you, well, you know, girl, I wouldn't tolerate that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I tell him this. I tell your. I tell my husband. I tell if you my husband. I do this. They ain't even got no husband. I ain't gonna tell you something. They ain't even got no husband. It to them, and they backstabbing you and backbiting you and talking about you even to your own husband or even unto your own wife, trying to tear your house down. And the next thing you know, and I've seen people, and I've heard people say it, the person that they trust the most end up with their husband or their wives. End up splitting ministries because somebody backstabbed the other. Call somebody their life. Some people's lives are really true to take because of backstabber. Somebody was a lying wonder. Didn't come with the truth. Didn't have no truth in them. We got to get it right. Know your enemy. You got to love them. You got to love them. I would say that my mama would say, feed them with a long hand of spoon, but know who they are. You got to know them. As Jesus known them. And Jesus knew. He knew that it was Judas. Now, I know that you know who your backstabbers are. You can't make nobody like you, nor love you. You can't do it. You you can't make them do that. You know, Jesus loved every one of his disciples, and he loved all the people. He had a spirit of love and kindness and mercy. But he also knew that he had enemies. And we got to know our enemies to know those who are coming against us. And you ain't got to go up to them because they will betray you. And some will even hurt you. And not necessarily them. It's the spirit in them. They hate the spirit in you. If you have the spirit of the living God, that's what it's fighting. It's fighting the spirit in you. So I want to encourage you today to know who your enemies are. Don't betray Jesus. Don't do it. Don't backstab the people of God, his work, his ministry, his leaders, his prophets, his anointed, his church. 
Don't do that. Don't touch it. If you don't like it, walk away from it. If you don't like women preaching, don't backstab their ministries. Don't backstab stab women ministries. God is not pleased with it. Stop backbiting the ministries. God is not pleased with that. That's a warning. Take your mouth off the ministry and leave that ministry alone. If you do not like their ministry, you don't like how they preach, you don't like how they walk, you don't like nothing about them, that's all right. They ain't living for you. They're living for God. Encourage you to walk away from that ministry. If you're on a ministry right now and you're there for the fish and loaves and you're backstabbing that man or woman of God, you need to walk away from that ministry. You better get the spirit to walk away because you don't want to be in the place where Judas found himself. Because he betrayed Jesus and backstabbed Jesus and sold Jesus out for a nickel or a dime. Because you don't have to be a part of no ministry or nothing that you don't have to believe in. You got a choice in that. You have a choice in it. So if you're not going to be faithful unto this leader, these leaders, if you're not going to be faithful to the things of God, then you walk away. And the other say, if you don't want this Jesus, you need to walk away from it. Don't keep with the spirit of living God. Walk away from that ministry. Leave it alone. Keep your mouth off of it. Because it won't be good for you. As Jesus said unto the, the, the disciples at the table, it'll be better for you if it was not even born. It'll be better for you to have a meal thrown around your neck. And to come against the work of God and his leaders. Don't do it. Walk away, walk away, walk away. Because you don't have to be under that ministry. It's better for you to walk away than to backstab them and backbite them. To rise up against that ministry or the work of God. Don't do it. 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 Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Just walk away. You have that choice to walk away. And I want to encourage you to do that. And I know many times uh, because we don't believe in something, or maybe we just don't understand it. But when God has chosen a work, and whoever he chooses, he chooses whoever he wants to choose to do the work of ministry or whatever people are doing for him in ministry, don't come against that. Stop lying on them. Stop speaking evil against them. So you won't find yourself in a place you don't want to be. God, right now, for the word of God. But we do encourage you. If you don't like a ministry, just walk away from it. You don't have to backbite that leader. Uh, him or her, the man of God, woman of God, you don't have to backbite people. If you don't, 
if you don't agree with somebody, you know, when they got married, then you had the opportunity. Instead of anybody seeing the reason why they shouldn't have got married, you should have opened your mouth back then. Why are you trying to backstab the marriage now? By, by the people, why are you trying to do it now? Stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Leave it alone. Just walk away from it. Walk away from those things. And don't backstab the ministry. Don't crucify God's work by his men and women of God. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. You know, when Judas betrayed Jesus with that kiss, that tells us a lot right there. That's how close that your enemy can be among you. He came to Jesus with a kiss with a whole army of people. A whole army of people to take one man. And they usually come. When backbiters come, they come in a group. There'll be a whole lot of them. And they work against the people of God. There'll be a whole group of them. And they work together, too, against the things of God. So I want to encourage you today. Know who works among you. And and, and, and and know as Jesus knew who they were. You know, you, you, you gotta love them because the word says that we you know, we have to love them. But you ain't gotta hang out with them, you ain't gotta be eating with them and laughing with them, talking with them. Yeah, they wanna do all that because they wanna get up in your business, see what they next move gonna be against you. the work of your ministry, because they're trying to stop that work of that ministry. I don't know what you would do or how much somebody would offer you that you would betray Jesus. Are you going to betray Jesus for some money? Are you going to betray him for a dollar bill, a nickel and a dime? Will you betray Jesus? And are you betraying him right now? You have that spirit of Judas to betray and to kill and destroy. A spirit of greed. Uh, we're backstabbing. We're backbiting. I just wouldn't do it. For money. Money's not worth your soul. No money comes and goes. It's not it's not worth your soul. And so many people have sold their soul for money. Sold somebody out for a nickel and dime. Really, y'all? We got to get it right. You can make money. Make some honest money. So you won't be looking over your shoulder. They would say back in the day, the elder would say, you want to make an honest living. That you don't have to look over your shoulder because you got the money not right. Let's get it right. And know that your backstab will smile in your face. And at the same time, they want to be you. They want to take your place. They want what you got. They want your house. They want your car. They want your husband. They want your life. They want your ministry. They want your finances. They want your vehicle. They want your land. They want everything you got. And they, you got. And they don't want you to have nothing. That's right, nothing. We got to get it right. 
thank God for the word of God to let us know that in our own household, we'll have enemies within our own household. And those that we trust, sometimes our very best friend that we call a best friend will be our enemy. It'll be those that eat with us and drink with us that will lift up their head against or their heels against us and backbite us and betray us, money and many other things. So we thank God for the word of God, and we do hope and pray that we'll be more aware, be watchful, and know who labor among us. In Jesus' name we pray. We just thank God again for the word of God. I'm going to go ahead and do the invitation. We want to encourage you, if you are not saved, to come to Jesus while you still have time. While the blood is yet running warm in your veins, we want to encourage you right now to just say this prayer. If you are not saved or you're a church goer or you're backsliding into the world, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I believe that you live, died, and rose again just for me. Come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I believe you shed your blood and you died upon the cross that I might have life. I repent of my sins with a godly sorrow. Turn from them. Help me, Lord, to live this Christian life. I repent. I repent. I repent with a godly sorrow. Lord, I thank you that you died that I might have eternal life. I thank you, Lord, for loving me. I thank you for salvation. This day I give my life unto you to be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty name. And if you said that prayer, we do believe that you are saved, and we want to welcome you to the body of Christ. You can hit me up there on Facebook, Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry, and leave your name and number, and I will get back with you uh, and my leaders as well, amen, so that you can be discipleship, amen, because we want you to know Jesus for yourself and to have a relationship with him. We don't want you to be walking around with this religion, but we want you to have a relationship with him. We do encourage you to begin to read the Word of God, uh, Matthew, starting at the fourth gospel with Matthew, uh, all the way back to Revelation, start with the, um, and read that, your relationship with Christ so you will know the man named Jesus. It's important for you to know him. And again, we welcome you to the body of Christ. Amen. I want to encourage you also um, to to connect with all the ministry, and I'm going to go ahead and do the BOT announcements. Um, we want to encourage you to connect to all of these ministries up on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministries that are under the leadership of Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle. Um, you can connect with them on all the social media platforms, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also connect and uh, follow us here on Block Talk Radio. You can click the follow button there on um, Facebook as well. You don't even have to send a friend a friend request. You can just uh, follow us there, amen, and you will get all the same messages and everything. So we want to encourage you to do that and do that today. 
I do hope and pray that you tuned into a pathetic corner ministry today from 5 to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams. They call us the Hour Power, and she is the first half of the Hour Power from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we want to encourage you to get connected to the woman of God, a powerful message today, speak the word of God. And we got to learn how to speak the word of God. And we got to know the word of God. Amen. So you can go back and if you missed the live service and go back and listen to the pre-recorded show. Uh, she's the first half of the hour power. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Then on Tuesday night, we have for you one word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Yvonne Ryle. And they're live on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're on Block Talk Radio with their radio ministry, One Word from the Lord. And I don't know about you, but I need a word from the Lord. And they always come with a powerful word from the Lord. If you need a coach, if you need a mentor, a life coach, you need a leader on um, doing ministry and you don't have a covering, we want to encourage you to come and be a part of this ministry. Amen. We want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you not to do ministry on just by yourself with no type of covering, without no type of leadership. That's not a good thing. We want to encourage you to inbox them there on Facebook, Pastor Joseph Ryle or Apostle Yvonne Ryle or Yvonne Ryle, and I think she has prophet is Yvonne Ryle. So you can connect with her there. You can connect with Pastor Amen. So you can get up under some leadership. Amen. We do want to encourage you if you need a coach, um, if you need um, someone to coach you in in uh, in an area, they'll be able to do that. They license. They do uh, ordinations. They do all of that. They do anything that any ministry does that has a church building. So we want to encourage you to get connected to them. Then on Wednesday, we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministry with your host, L.D. Evangel versus Askews at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think they're right. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to encourage you to get connected to the woman of God, a very powerful woman of God, a praying woman of God. Always come with an on-time word. And so we want to encourage you to get connected to Elder and all of these ministries. Also, we want to encourage you to become a partner for an offering of $25 or more. If you want to do that, you can hit up any of the ministries, and we will tell you how to do that. We will show you how to do that. You can be, um, if you want to be a one-time um Give a one-time offering, you can do that. If you want to be a monthly partner, you can do that. We want to encourage, if you want to give an offering every week, that's fine. Uh, You know, you can choose any ministry. What's the truth may not be for you. Maybe you like one word from the Lord. Maybe you like um, Faith Combat here in ministry or Pathetic Corner. But whatever it is, we have it here for you. We have um, ministry for you every day of the week. So we want to encourage you to do that. And by coming a partner, you get different perks. We pray for your families. We um, send out uh, encouraging encouraging uh, words and, 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 and things for you for, to carry you through the rest of the week. So we want to encourage you to do that. And just for offering the $25 more, we waste more money than ever. And, and $25 is 
it, it's really not no money today. We waste twenty five dollars. So just put it on good ground and watch God bless that money. So we want to encourage you to do that. If you're receiving the word of here, if you have chosen these ministers to be your ministry at home, we want to encourage you to do that and do it today. And whatever ministry that you have chosen, you can inbox them, and they will tell you how to do the tithe and the offering. Amen. To God be the glory. You don't have to be in the church. We are the church. Oh, God, I had somebody ask me the other day, where you, 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 out outside of the building. Now, there's nothing wrong with brick and mortar. I ain't saying that. But I'm just saying, don't let us get stuck in one of those places where we can't receive the word of God. Because when we come together all around the world, we are the church of God. Jesus is not coming back for a church of brick and mortar. He is coming back for a ready people. So people, we better get ready because he comes building on that coming. He coming back for the people. The people of God. So let's get a let's get it right. <laughs> let's get it right. <laughs> let's get it right. Help us, Lord. So we just got it all tested. Well Lord, we just thank you. We just thank you for the word. We want to encourage you also if you have not uh purchased my ebook, The Hard Reflection or Found it anything? We want to encourage you to do that. You can purchase them there on Amazon.com, and they will give you a free Kindle. Amen. To God be the glory. We thank God for the upcoming new book. Amen. We thank Him for that. And we also want to encourage you to become a follower of every one of these ministries. I want to encourage you to do it today. And this is good ground for you to sow your seed. We want to encourage you to do it today. And we're going to go ahead and get up out of here now for our benediction, not unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present your faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I'll say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. You be blessed and have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Know that God loves you. We love you too. Here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry, meet us here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be safe, and we'll meet you next week. Be blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.